0: This episode of Freakin' Sweet is brought to you by Anchor and by The Drunken Clam, making Saturday night special for over 20 years. And now, a Family Guy podcast. I'll
1: take this one, but I won't pay a cent over 60 bucks. Sir, that casket costs $1,000. Okay, 70 bucks. What? 2,000 bucks. That's twice what it costs. 40 bucks. What? He, he doesn't know how to haggle. It seems today. That all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But we're in those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely. Lucky is a family guy. Lucky is a man who positively can do all the things that make us laugh and cry. He's
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Frickin' Sweet, a Family Guy podcast, the Internet's first episode-by-episode rewatch of Family Guy. I'm your host, Ian, and I'm glad that you're here, and I'm glad that we're all together today because we have a fantastic episode. Today's episode is Death is a Bitch. It's a season two, episode six, and overall, it is the 13th episode of the series. It debuted March 21st, 2000, and it was originally scheduled to be a Halloween episode, but due to some... Very poor scheduling on Fox's part, Uh, it actually came uh, out months and months after it was supposed to, but the the writers and the creators decided that it still worked as a standalone episode, it didn't really need to be a Halloween episode, because the death theme is more ubiquitous throughout the entire year, that doesn't just have to be a a Halloween-themed episode, but also... Uh, our special guest, uh, character today is Death, and he is played by Norm MacDonald, which is a a special treat. He's usually played by Adam Carolla in this show, but, uh, he's played by Norm MacDonald in this episode, and he does a fantastic job of setting up who Death is, and it's, it's really funny, and I can't wait to get into it. Um, the director for this episode is Michael Dante DiMartino. This is his second episode directing, and most of his episodes are really funny, um, and the writer on this one is Ricky Blit. He's, again, really funny. He, he's done a lot of really good episodes for us. Um, just like last week, we debuted this week on Tuesday across from God, the Devil, and Bob. Um, but the episodes of The Simpsons, King of the Hill, and Futurama that debuted uh, the following Sunday were... Uh, For The Simpsons, The Days of Wine and Doze. It's a a really great episode. It's uh, iconic. It's the one where Barney gets sober, uh, and he starts taking flying lessons. Meanwhile, the kids are trying to get a picture on the front of the Springfield uh, phone book. And um, they get into a little bit of trouble. Uh, They're trying to take a picture of a mountain, and it catches on fire. And Barney saves them. Uh, in a helicopter, and it's a really good episode, um, I really recommend everyone go see that, and then the episode of King of the Hill that debuted, uh, was called Hank's Bad Hair Day, Hank's barber gets, uh, 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 he, he just retires, because he's, he's really old, and he goes to the army, um, base for Bill, his neighbor, to cut his hair, and, um, after something happens, he ends up getting Bill fired, and and obviously that creates a rift between him and and, and through that through the whole neighborhood. But that's another funny one. It's not really um, as as good as or as classic as the the Simpsons episode. But the episode of Futurama that debuted was called A Clone of My Own, and it's the episode where the professor clones himself to create an error error, but he to create an error, and he creates um, <clears> Hubert <throat> Farnsworth. the uh, the little uh, uh, guy that he creates, and it's a really funny episode. Um, the the professor ends up having himself sent to uh, a place called the Death Star, where old people go, and Kubert ends up helping him. And it's a it's a really fantastic episode. Really, all of those early Futurama episodes are are, are bangers, just just right off top. So. <clears throat> um, a fun note about this episode is that the Simpsons, three years after this, in two thousand three, would run a, a Treehouse of Horror segment, pretty much um, almost beat for beat with this one, where Homer kills kills death in that episode, and then has to be um, death and and. Um, the writer of the episode said that he had never actually seen this episode and he didn't know it was a thing until his episode had aired. I'm not quite sure how, how true that was because this is one of the more uh, famous episodes of, of Family Guy. So, but, you know, we'll, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But um, we'll go directly into our, into our episode here. Uh, we immediately start with um, uh, Peter and Lois. Hanging out in bed, watching. Uh, they're watching Sixty Minutes After Dark. It's a it's a play on. Um, there used to be a show called Playboy After Dark, and it's a mashup of those two. Uh, all the old hosts of Sixty Minutes and, and that, and, uh, and 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 things start getting a little sexy uh, with Peter and Lois.
1: I'm Morley Safer. I'm Mike Wallace. I'm Ed Bradley. I'm Leslie Stahl, and one of you is hung like an elf. <laughs> I feel so naughty. Lois, what are you doing? Either of us is drunk. <laughs> hey, knock it up. <laughs> oh my god. I found a lump. A breast lump.
0: <laughs> after after all of that, we go into um, the <clears throat> we go into the next morning, uh, Peter and Lois are, are, are freaking out in the kitchen, they're talking, and, and she's like, look, it's gonna be okay, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be, it's, it, you know, it's gonna be fine, it's probably nothing, he's like, oh yeah, that's easy for you to say, you get to keep both of your cans, and, um, she's like, look, you, you, we need to, you need to go see a doctor tomorrow, he's like, oh no, no, I'm not going to see a doctor, the healthiest thing we can do is ignore it, you know, just like we do with a giant squid, and then we pan over to see a giant squid in the same shot as them, and they're just, you know, any, any looking anywhere but at it, and it smacks everything off the table, and like, oh, earthquake! I had tornado! Yeah, yeah. And um, later on, we see Peter uh, getting into the g- walking to his car, and he he gets passed by a black cat, and then he looks up and he sees a, a black bird or a raven, and then he sees. A uh, black guy walked by I me and the the black the guy's like, hey, and Peter's like, ah, and, um, <clears throat> it's funny because in these early episodes, that could have easily just been Cleveland, but it was just some random other dude, but, um, after that, he finally gets in the car and he drives to the doctor's office. We, we get to the doctor and it's our very first meeting of Dr. Hartman, um, he's one of the more beloved, uh, side characters of this show, um. He, I'm pretty sure he's he's played by uh, Seth MacFarlane. Uh, he sounds exactly like um, uh, Carter Peter Schmidt. He uh, there's actually a joke later on in, in the show where where they're like, ah, oh, we're
1: we're never in the same
0: shot, so or we're never in the same uh, area for too long, so I never noticed, but our our voices do sound exactly the same, and. Um, but he's, he's uh, you know, he's like, you know, Peter's like, tell me, tell me what's, uh, you know, what's up, Doc? You know, how long do I have to live? He's like, look, you know, uh, yeah, I've been I've been sued by every patient I've ever had. I mean, look at the size of this file. And he pulls out a file that's obviously really big. He's like, you know, wow. Uh, why don't we just wait for the test results? And we cut over to the kids and Lois in the kitchen. They're having lunch. And, um... Meg, the kids are trying to console Lois. Um, she's she's talking to Stewie, and and Stewie's like, "Oh, he won't be the only one." Or no, she tells Stewie uh, that he's he's getting restless and he needs to go down for a nap. And He's like, "Oh, I'm not the only one who'll be going down for a nap." And he tries to blow some darts out of a out of a out of a, out of a uh, blow dart cannon, whatever. But uh, and they he she opens a cabinet right before they hit her, and he's like. And um, the other kids are trying to make, help her uh, to feel better. Chris is Chris is saying that, um, you know, are, are, are you freaking out because dad's a giant alcoholic? And she's like, no, no, I've come to terms with that. And he's like, is it because he's got a lump in his booby? And she's like, Chris, that's a terrible word, Booby. And Meg's like, you know, it's okay, mom. My friend Debbie Miller's dad has a, had a lump in his breast and he was fine. And she's like, and Lois is like, uh, oh, really? Wait, who's Debbie Miller? And she's like, some girl I just made up. And Lois is like, mm. Peter comes in and he's like, you know, family, I don't say this enough, but I'm going to die. And Stewie's like, high five. Um, <clears throat> after that, we cut to. Uh, you know, he's like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of this before, you know, I die. I'm gonna make sure that everything's taken care of so you guys don't have to have to freak out. And this is where we get our clip from the very beginning of the show. Uh he's haggling for a casket. It's really funny. Um that's that joke, it's it's one of the jokes that makes that that kinda um, that Family Guys kind of made fun of. It didn't really have anything to do with the plot, but they just kind of cut to it. But after he, after he haggles with the casket guy, we come back to the house where Peter's having a yard sale in the yard, He, you know, and uh, Lois comes out. He's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just trying to make some cash for you before, uh, before I go. I want to, I want to make sure that you have as, as much as I can give you. And he's like, oh, uh, there's tons of great stuff out here, you know? Oh, look, here's my first bike. And. He's like, I remember when I was a kid, I had so much fun on that thing, and then we cut to him, and he's having a tea party with the bike, and he's like, "More tea, Mister Bike," and it's really, really funny. Um, but uh, as they're as they're looking around and other stuff, uh, Meg comes up to them, and she's like, "Dad, the doctor called. Your test results are in," and she was really dramatic about it, but. Um, after that, Peter and Lois go and see Dr. Hartman, and he does his, his his great shtick.
1: This doesn't look very good. Oh, this doesn't look very good at all. Oh. My, my nephew drew my portrait. It doesn't look a thing like me. Look at the nose. It's all... It's well, all... you just tell us about Peter's tests. Okay, okay. Mr. Griffin, all your tests came back negative. As it turns out, the lump on your chest was just a fatty corpuscle. Fatty corpuscle? Wait a minute, how the hell can a dead comedian from the silent movie era be lodged in my left bosom? Mr. Griffin, I'm saying you're fine. I'm fine? What are you coming on to me now? Peter, he's not coming on to you. He's trying to tell you that you're healthy. Can it be both?
0: Um, it's freaking hilarious. That's uh I feel like this is his jokes are this are so funny that we I wish we could get more of him in this. Uh, he's only in it for the these two parts. You kind of, but that's that's really good. You don't want to pepper him through the whole episode and then make this whole episode about him and then not have him the entire rest of the show. But um, he's Doctor Hartman's so funny in this, and so you know, like I said, I just maybe a little bit more here here and there, but it's it's no big deal. But um, um, he's uh, we cut to them. Uh, and Lois is kissing Peter all over. She's like, "Oh, I can't believe you're gonna be okay. This is the best uh, news we've ever gotten." And Peter's getting the bill, and he's like, "Hey, this is pretty high." And she's like, "That's your phone number." And he's like, "Oh, well, it's still pretty high." And Lois is like, "Peter, you know, calm down. It's okay. You know, you got the most important bill of all—a clean bill of health." And he's like, "Oh, how long have you been waiting to crack out that jam?" And uh, he, he sits down with Brian. He's like, man, this is this is bullshit, you know? I'm, I'm healthy. Why should I have to pay? And Brian's like, yeah, you know, if only you were dead. You know, you wouldn't have to pay a thing. And Peter's like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know what? Um, they can't make me pay if I'm dead. And then he's like, I'll just put right here for name, deceased. And for sex, no thanks, I'm dead. It's bulletproof and brian gives him a look and uh after that we cut to later on uh we're having dinner at the house it's a celebratory dinner um there's really nothing said it's we're literally at the table for about five seconds and then we hear the the doorbell ring and peter gets up to go answer it and, and it's uh Peter opens the door and he's like, "Who, who are you?" And he's like, "I'm Callista Flockhart. Who do you think i I looked up on on uh, the Family Guy Wikipedia and it the joke just she's just really skinny, um, but um, uh, yeah. So as um, he opens the door and 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 Death comes in and he's like, "All right, now which one of you is Peter Griffin?" And Peter points to Chris, and, and he's like, this is Peter Griffin. He's like, no, really, wh- who's, who's Peter Griffin? And uh, this is actually where we get cut to our first commercial right after he says that. And this is where we're actually going to take our first break, and we're going to hear an ad from our sponsor, Anchor. As we come back, um Death asks again, yeah, you know, who who is Peter Griffin? And Peter holds up a lamp and he's like this is Peter Griffin and Death just starts laughing his ass off. <laughs> hey, that's a good one.
2: <laughs> Why are you No wait, I'm not finished holding my sides. <laughs> Why are,
1: Why are you here? The doctor said Peter was okay.
0: Um, he he says that um. You know, he he's here for Peter Griffin because uh, he, he got a fax um, that, you know, Peter Griffin was deceased and so he was coming to, to collect his soul and and um, Peter Peter grabs him and he's like, How did you get this? He's like, Oh, your HMO faxed it over to me He's like, Whoa You don't have to just you don't have to call him names, you know? He's <laughs> thinking that he called him a homo. And, um, this is where Stewie, uh, pops up onto the little couch and he's like, oh, hello, I'm Stewie. And he just starts completely fanning out. he's like, I'm Stewie. Um, uh, you know, please come in, come in. Um, how are you? I'm, I'm such a big fan. And Death is, is kind of liking it. And, and, uh, Stewie is like, oh, would you like to stay for dinner? He's like, no, no, I what is that? Is that turkey? And. And Lois is like, yes, we were having a turkey dinner to celebrate, you know, Peter's um, Peter's good health. And um, he's like, oh, would you mind? And she's like, eh. And Stewie's like, mind? No, of course not. We'd be honored. And, and he starts dragging uh, death to the table. And, and he claps at Lois. He's like, make some gravy for our guests. The, my last bit of white meat was drier than Oscar Wilde, which is just pretty damn funny. But um as we go into the to the dining room and they're and they're eating death, he pulls a, an entire um, leg of the turkey and then puts like half of the butter on it and just downs it in one and pulls it out just clean and Meg is like, How'd you do that? And he's like, I, you know, did some films that I'm not particularly proud of and uh, he, he he there's actually a lot of references to porn in this episode. Um but he's like, you know, I'm done. Let's let's go and, and he starts dragging Peter away and Peter starts saying his goodbye to the family. He looks to Meg and he's like you're, Meg, you're gonna be the man of the house and Peter is like uh he's like, I wanted to see you grow up, Chris. And then he says to Stewie, um, and I guess I'll never see you become a man and uh he, uh, Stewie's like I think we all know how that'll end up, and we get a cutaway joke to him, and he, and it's he looks exactly like he does in the Stewie Griffin uh, Untold Story thing, the how he looks when he's older, and um, he's like he's he's looking he's going through his bills, his wife is upstairs, he's like what are we doing, Larchmont? Is a twenty minutes called a Larchmont? She's like that's my sister in law, Carol. He's like oh yeah, how is Carol? And we come back, and 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 they're crying. He says goodbye to Lois. And, um, as they're hugging, Death puts his scythe in between them and pushes them apart. He's like, okay, okay, come on, come on. And, uh, after that, he, he pulls Peter outside and they start walking away. Hey,
2: uh, Death, you, you got a file on me? Yeah, somewhere. It's in the car, I think.
1: As it mentioned, I ran two weeks of junior varsity track.
2: Uh, let's not do this. Hey, look, I caught flow, Joe. You don't think I can catch you? Ah! Ah! My ankle! Ah! Yeah, listen, don't help or anything. I'm totally fine. Damn Irish. Yeah, that felt good, Dropping me hard in the couch like that.
1: Here's a couple of Tylenol.
2: Oh, great, Tylenol. Yeah, I yes, asked for Advil, but, you know, Tylenol, whatever. It's good.
0: I got a B-plus in health. Is there anything I can do?
2: Yeah, why don't you boil some water and rip up some sheets there, Einstein?
0: Um... After all, after all of that, uh, you know, uh, death is, uh, hurt his ankle. He's insulted pretty much everyone in the entire family. And, and, and um, he's sitting there on the couch and, um, Peter's like, you know, we can't keep him here, you know? What, you know, what if Mr. Roper finds out, which is a pretty funny, uh, reference to Three's Company. Um, but then... Um, Peter starts talking to Lois. He's like, you know, um You know, he's like, We can't keep him here and then she convinces him to, and she's like, Look, as long as he's here, you can't die And he's like, Go on And she's like that's it. And he's like, Oh, so what you're saying is no matter what, as long as he's here, I won't die And she's like, Yeah And he's like, All right, hey Death, why don't you make yourself at home? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out for a bit and death pulls him re- in really close and is like look dude um uh you know if if, if you don't if you don't if you tell people that i'm if that i'm not around and that people can't die shit's, shit's gonna get really bad dude and uh he can say it a little bit better than i can i think i'm uh, i'm going out for a little while hey
2: wait wait you can't tell anyone i'm here for if humanity discovers i'm no longer lurking in the shadows the consequences will be dire Go on That's it What the hell do you see in him?
1: Peter, where are you going? Lois, ten minutes ago I was staring death in the face But now that I've been given another chance I'm gonna do the one thing I've always dreamed of doing I'm gonna jump off this building Could you repeat that please, Peter? I believe I had something crazy in my ear
0: Um... So yeah, there's a cut right in the middle of that, where in the middle of the sentence he cuts to, uh, talking to Quagmire and Cleveland right in front of the building. And it's, whenever there's a cut like that on TV, it always makes me wonder: Did they hold that sentence, and then are the is Lois like is is, is he gonna fucking finish that sentence? And Quagmire and P, Quagmire and Cleveland are like, what the fuck does that even mean? But so, uh, um, but he goes up to the top of the building. He jumps off, and when he lands uh he stands up and the guys are like oh my god and he's like hey, hey look at that i beat my loogie and a loogie comes bam hits him right in the head and um he he, he makes the money the, the money sign with his hands and he and the guys pull out their uh uh checkbooks and they're like hey and they're like ah. and so um it, it's so funny um it, it's so funny uh the, just the whole sequence, for some reason, the animation of it, it's so, it's just really funny. But after that, we cut to Lois and Death. They're sitting on the couch watching TV. She just brought him some cocoa. He's sitting there. He's like, man, this TV is so old. I bet I can get the Dumont Network, which is... it's a, Okay, so the Dumont Network is an old television network that... Um, a lot of people say that Fox is like the, the rejuvenated Dumont Network. They played stuff similar to fox but um it, he's just implying that their tv is so old it gets like a network that wasn't that was on in like the 70s like i guarantee you, your grandparents know what the dumont network is and if you're old enough probably your parents know what the dumont network is um but uh you know as as they're talking uh he's like uh, he's like oh what is this crap coco she's like She wants me to make more. He's like, no, you know what? It's my fault, Lois. I assumed that you were going to make it with milk, not crap. And she's like, I'll be right back. And then Meg comes up and she's like, oh, hey, here's a, here's a, I got you a magazine. He's like, oh, glamour. Great. You know, what am I going to learn how to give my man an orgasm? No, go get me an Entertainment Weekly. I heard there's a pretty good picture of me sneaking up on Tom Schneider. Um, after she says that, we see Lois walking upstairs, which is weird, she's was supposed to be getting him some fucking cocoa, but, you know, whatever, she's upstairs, and, uh, Stewie, Stewie, in an homage to the Omen, uh, Stewie gets on his tricycle and rides up behind her and knocks her down the stairs, and as he looks down on her, he saws the legs off of a, off of a, uh, a... Th- for the lack of a better word, shiver robe, and he pushes it down the stairs on top of her, and as it lands, he opens the cabinet door and throws in a grenade, and it explodes. Don't, the science behind that's a little shaky, but whatever. And um, he, he, and as uh, he's looking at her from the top step, he says, victory is mine, and, and then the music changes, and, and the door opens, and Lois steps out, and she looks around her and says, boy, I should be more careful, and she <laughs> walks off, and he's he 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 says of course and he well he looks at death on the couch and then he says of course
1: it seems with death incapacitated my matricidal efforts are futile i must do all i can to accelerate his convalescence knick-knack paddywhack give a dog a bone
0: um and uh after that uh it's so cute the way that he he sends that but after that we we get a we get another cut to it's later on in the night and peter quagmire and cleveland are at the bar and the guys are just uh just stunned by the fact that peter's just sat there and drank 300 bottles of beer without succumbing to alcohol poisoning cleveland uh cleveland uh leans into him and says are you a witch and peter uh kind of mocking death from earlier says yes but don't tell anyone the consequences could be dire and he's feeling very confident he knows that nothing can happen to him and he's willing to do anything he turns around and he sees some bikers playing pool and he's like hey guys i bet i can go up to one every single one of those bikers and say hey aren't you richard simmons and the guys are like now nah, you're just being foolhardy and uh, he, he walks up and does it he walks up with the first guy and he says hey aren't you richard simmons and he, compl- he just immediately claps him upside the head with a pool stick breaks it over his skull and then he looks to the other guy he's playing pool with. he's like hey, aren't you richard simmons best friend richard simmons and the guy pulls out a gun and just shoots him and peter's just like and the guy just keeps shooting him over and over again and peter just stands there and taking it and laughing and then the guy behind him his friend pulls out a a sawed off and blows peter uh, two or three times and peter just he goes back a little bit but he's still just, just laughing his ass off Another shot uh, uh, miss Peter and hit one hits Cleveland and Cleveland's like hey and 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 after a while um, after seeing all these shots not work the guy with the sawed off turns it on himself and shoots himself in the chest is he he opens his eyes realizing he's okay and everyone starts you know laughing a little bit and his buddy helps him up and they all. Uh, he gets popped in the head because there's a guy standing on the bar with his gun and that guy gets hit by the bartender with a shotgun and and, and everyone starts pulling out their guns and it's, it's just a crazy shootout. Um, there's an Asian guy who goes flying through with double guns in slow motion in an homage to John, uh, pretty much every John Woo film. But it's so funny and everyone's laughing the whole time so it's like super surreal to see an entire room even if it's cartoons but an entire room of, of people laughing and just blowing holes through each other. It's pretty funny. Um, but it's a really good scene. But after that, uh, this episode is so funny, but it's also really well animated. There's a lot of funny animations that you don't see a lot. Like Peter falling off the building. That's really funny. The loogie hitting him in the head afterwards is actually really funny too. And, um, it, and every the the sound in family guy is really good but in this um whenever you hear death walking around or or moving around or just like shifting on the couch you can hear bones clack clacking and it's really it's really fun and and um it, it, this is just a really good episode i really recommend everyone go seeing this uh episode but um, we cut t- to Stewie. Uh, he's giving a a massage to Death. He's trying to get him back to health. Uh, but ba- you know, back to top health faster. And Death is like, you know, I didn't even want to be want to do this. I kind of fell into it. Uh, I wanted to be a wood nymph, but you know, when Dad found out, you know, he started in with the whole "I have no son" thing. I have no son thing, and Mom. Mom just stood there, and he Stu. He's like, "Oh yes, I understand. Mothers can be a botheration, and that's why we gotta get you well." And as he says that, he breaks off a toe, and Death is like, "What was that?" And he's like, "Nothing." And uh, it's uh, Lois comes up and starts talking to Death. She's like, uh, uh, Stewie, you know, stop bothering Death. And he's like, oh, no, it's fine. But it, it's we actually have a clip of it, but it's funny because at the very beginning of the clip when and when Lois is talking and Death is like, oh, don't worry about it. You can see Stewie, like, turn around and be like, oh, what the hell do I do with this? And he just chunks it. It's pretty funny. Uh, Brian, I'm sure, will get that later and probably bury it for him. Um, uh, symbiotic relationship in that sort of way. But... Um, but yeah, so but we have a clip of it, so you know, why don't you I just wanted to tell you what the cute thing that Stewie was doing at the beginning of it. But like I said, Lois comes in and and, and, and starts talking to them. Stewie,
2: leave death alone. He's okay. You know he reminds me a lot of me at that age. I just hope his teen years go better than mine. Boy, talk about awkward. Oh Sandy. Oh. oh, Sandy. Oh, yeah. oh, Sandy. Yeah. oh. Sandy, oh, not again! I'm gonna be a virgin forever, or am I?
0: It's actually funny because in this clip, um, it's it's actually changed for the TV debut. Um, the "or am I" part is taken out, but obviously for the DVD and for us and and it, when it's uncensored, uh, he, he says, or am I? And then you hear the, the car squeaking some more. It's pretty, it's pretty gross, but it's pretty funny. But, um, as we come back out of that, um, uh, you know, Lois is like, you know, please, we, she's trying one last time, please, we spare my husband. It's not really his time. Um, and he's like, you know what, fine, fine, whatever. I'll spare your husband. But, You you know, you you owe me one, if you know what I mean. And she starts pulling off her shirt, and uh, he's like, whoa, whoa, no, what are you doing? No, I just met you just to get me another fruit cup. Nice, though. Nice. And uh, Peter comes in, and um, he's just, he got, like I said, from the shootout, he's got bullet holes riddled all through him. And uh, Lois comes up to, to him and says, like, "Great news! Death decided to, he's not going to kill you." And he's like, "Oh, that is great news! You know, tonight's tonight's too good in two ways. You know, I'm not going to die, and I'm going to be on the news." And then he turns on the TV, and and we cut to the news. Our top story tonight: the rules
2: of death no longer apply. That's right, Tom. Our own Asian reporter
1: Trisha Takanawa filed this report all by herself i'm here with peter griffin the man who claims he withstood a barrage of bullets and did not die peter are you saying that if i shoot you in the head with this channel five pistol you'll be completely unharmed why don't you uh, give it a shot <laughs> <laughs> okay here goes ah, 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 <laughs> oh what have I done? <laughs> oh, 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 you're awful.
2: Oh, fascinating story, Tom.
1: It sure is, Diane. And since the laws of death no longer apply, I can do this. That's right, Tom. <laughs> and now it's time for sports.
0: Um, When we come back, um death's obviously mad he's like oh my god i can't believe this um uh no one thinks i'm real anymore i have to i have to i have to uh i have to um i have to get out there i have to get out there and kill somebody and he tries to get up and he raises his size above his head then he's like oh, oh my god that hurts and he falls back on the couch and lois is like oh you're not killing anyone tonight not on that ankle mister and uh, I love Lois's voice. Alex Borstein is so funny. Uh, I really uh, noticed uh, a lot of her her idiosyncrasies, idiosyncrasies as Lois in this episode. Um, and she's really funny. Uh, and the voice is just really funny. But um, it's also really funny in that clip when the anchors are just beating the living crap out of each other. Um... But you know she's like you're not going out on England, and he's like, well then fine, but you're this is your fault, so you're gonna have to help me. And he's uh he, he tries to give Peter the scythe, and Peter grabs. He's like, I can't be you. I can't I can't kill anybody. He's like, who do you, what do you think you're better than me? No, listen, death is important. Uh, and Brian's like, you know he's right, Peter. People need to be able to die. And then we cut away to a to a joke, uh, Jack and Rose on the door door, which. They both totally could have fucking fit on uh, Mythbusters. Did it. I'm sticking by that. But that's neither here nor there. But uh, Jack, he's like, I love you. And she says, I love you. And he lets go. And he starts going down to the bottom. And then he comes back up. And he's like, oh, I, I guess I'm going to be fine. And she's like, yay, no, now we can go to New York and be married. And he's like, oh, actually, yeah. See, I, I was pretty sure I was going to die. So... Um, there's actually a girl in New York and it's getting pretty serious, but you're great. And (laughs) Oh my God, I can't believe you let me try you naked. And uh, she's just like, Oh my God. And um, when we come back out of the joke, Chris and Meg are giving death suggestions as to who he can kill to, you know, to make everyone Um, Chris is like, "Uh, you can kill. I can't remember what Chris says. It's I don't think it's that funny, but Meg's like, you can kill all the girls who are uglier than me. And he's like, Oh, that just leaves England. And um, uh, Stu, like "You can kill Lois." And, and he's like, "No, no, one death won't do it." And then he starts looking at the Entertainment Weekly I guess he got from Meg. and it's, uh, he sees Dawson C- Dawson's Creek on. He's like, "That's it. You can kill the kids from Dawson's Creek.
1: You'll kill the kids from Dawson's Creek." I know it. I know it. As soon as that show came on the air, I said, "I'm gonna be the one who has to kill these kids." It's true. He did say it
2: a bunch of hot young celebrities it's perfect (laughs) the kids are on their way to la to renegotiate their contract but (laughs) but their plane is going to be making a little stopover in rhode island
0: uh peter's like look i'm not going to do it i'm not going to kill the kids i'm not going to kill the kids from dawson's creek um and then he's like, yeah, there's nothing you can do or say to make me to make me do it. And then there's a little camera swipe, and then we're still back in the house. He's like, see? See? I'm not going to do it. And then Death is like, you kill me, or you kill them, or I kill you. And then we get another little camera swipe, and Peter's on the plane. And he's like... Aw, which is funny because that's kind of like it's like the first time that he acknowledges that they acknowledge that it's a cartoon show he's like and and he can like notice by the swipes because the first swipe comes by and he's like see see even with the swipe I'm still here but then the second swipe he's like aw. but um so he's on the plane and um it's like a hard cut he looks around him and he sees some uh just people around him and he calls death on the phone he's like hey death Actually right before that we get a little joke where um a guy is sitting across the the aisle from James Vanderbeek, who doesn't look like James Vanderbeek at all in this. I mean I guess he might have when he was in Dawson's Creek. I was so young when Dawson's Creek came out though. I was like I can't even remember, but um he's like, look, you know, your last movie was great your q rating's off the charts we need to dump the wb and get into features he's like look just because you're sitting across from me doesn't mean you can give me career advice he's like oh will you sign my ass and uh james Vanderbeek is like do you have a pen and um that that's where peter peter's watching and he he gets on the phone he's like death i don't i don't think i can uh do this and He's like look peter death is important i mean can you imagine a world without death can you imagine you know like a world where hitler still existed imagine a world where hitler was still alive
1: today on hitler we'll be talking with hollywood hunk christian slater now say tell me in your next movie we get to see your butt (laughs) yes uh yes you do can can we see it right now Well, uh, all right, Hitler. Oh, oh, he's going to do it! If you're going to be in the Los Angeles area and would like tickets to Hitler, call two vans Sleet. Um, afterwards, um, uh,
0: afterwards, the, he, he looks around and, um, you know, he's like, death is like, look, the plane's going to go down. Um, right before you get into, into the airport, everyone's going to die. Everyone, but you, it's going to be fine. And so Peter hangs up and the the pilot comes over to the intercom and he's like, um, if you look out of the left window, you'll see the San Fernando Valley where my brother makes a very nice living directing porn, which is the, another porn reference in this episode. But, uh, and then he's like, Uh, We'll be landing in about 10 minutes. And then Peter looks around and he's like, oh my God, everyone's going to die. He sees a baby. He sees a kid and his grandpa just like playing like checkers or something like that. And um, then he sees some little Girl Scouts singing a song saying, we like being alive. 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 And then he sees, um, then he looks at the Dawson's Creek kids and um, the song starts playing. I don't want to wait till my life. Till our lives are over, and uh, we get a cutaway where one of the kids is. Uh, I think one of the kids was like having sex with his teacher. I think that's what that show is about. It's weird, but um, uh, it's a it's a pretty funny joke. He's like, um, I you know I can't believe we're having sex, and she's like, Are you good to go? And he's like, Oh yeah 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 yeah, and um, he's like, Oh I can't do this. Um, he calls. Oh, I guess he was still on the phone with Death at the time, and Pe- the Death is like, "Hello, hello," and Peter's like, uh, "I can't do this, Death. You know, if I kill them, what am I gonna watch on Wednesday nights?" And then he looks at the camera. And he's like, "Except for all the fine programming on Foxing," which is funny because at the time, um, Dawson's Creek was a CBS show, I believe, or an, it was an ABC show. And it went exactly opposite against Fox's show, 90210. So Family Guy, um, even though Family Guy took a lot of shit from Fox, they also gave a lot of shit to Fox. So y- you can kind of see the give and take, even though Fox canceled them, and that's kind of a little over the line. It's some bullshit, but whatever. Um But... Um, as, so after all that... Um, he runs up to the cockpit, and he knocks on the door with his scythe, and he breaks it open, and the pilot turns around, and he's like, Hey, who are you? You're not a pilot. I know every pilot in the world, and and he's like, I'm here to to help you to stop... Me. Oh, that's adorable, Azrael. That but um, he says, uh, I'm here to stop you from making er- an error, a pilot error, and... Um, he, he As he touches them, they they die because he's death now, and his touch is lethal. But um, he, as you know, as as the pilots die, the plane starts going down, and you can hear. Uh, uh, Vanderbeek say good job fat and then the plane starts going down and he's like I was just trying to save you kids you know I'm sorry and he's like and now we're all gonna die because uh, no one can land this plane and then a woman steps forward and he's like oh my god it's Karen Black and no one no one's like what hmm? and he's like the lead actress in Airplane 75 It's a movie from the 70s and he's still getting crickets and he's like Ah, damn you, kids, with your music, and uh, the the plane gets landed, and um, it's a it's pretty funny, um, but uh, as as the plane is landing, we cut to another news segment. Our hats are off to Miss Black for proving
2: once again that given the opportunity, actresses over fifty can land large aircraft.
1: Karen Black, what an obscure reference.
2: Hey, what the hell? I told you to waste those kids from Dawson's Creek. You're missing the most important
1: thing here. You said you wanted everyone to know the rules of death apply, and now the whole world does.
2: Yeah, I guess so. You know my ankle's starting to feel better. I should probably get out of your hair.
1: Oh, but you just got here. Oh, we can stay in touch, can't we? Oh, 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 oh what's your email? My, mine is LoisMustDie, all one word, at yahoo.com. Wait, wait, wait a second. Death. I, yeah, uh, I used to fear you, but now I'm glad we met you've given me a great gift. The complete Buzz Skaggs. How did you know? I just had a feeling. We're gonna miss you, Death.
2: Hey, don't worry. I'll be back really, really soon.